0: Hey, coming to you live on tape on this, the day after Christmas, December 26th, 2021. Recording late. We are late in the game here. We are about 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, so we've got a short two hours before kickoff here. Hope everybody's Christmas went well. And if you had, uh, you know, children, that they got everything that they desired, Santa came down the tree or through the window or whatever entrance he might be able to find into your abode and dropped off a ton of presents. And if you're a little tyke, I hope you got what you loved, what you wanted. You put it on a list, you sent it in the mail. I hope Santa came and brought it to you. And for everybody that didn't get what they wanted, well, you deserve it.
1: You deserve it.
0: You weren't a good boy or girl this year. You should have done better. That's how it works. It's Christmas. It's not how it works at all. But anyway, um, where are we? Week 16? I mean, can you believe it? Week 16. And who would have thought that in week 16 that the situation would be infinitely worse than in week 1 as uh, COVID-19 and the Omicron variant has kicked the National Football League's ass as it has sent everybody spiraling where you have the likes of Josh Johnson who just weeks ago played in a Thursday night game with the Colts and the Jets as the Jets were hurting for quarterbacks. He now gets another similar position for the Ravens today as they lose Tyler Huntley... (laughs) And he falls to COVID-19, and they are going to be without Lamar Jackson, so now you're going to have Josh Johnson playing quarterback for the Ravens as they face off against the Bengals in a really big game. I mean, who knows what to make of anything going on right now. It's kind of crazy. And I've listened to, look, there are a lot of, Gambling podcasts out there. All the best to you. And a lot of these people are really good at what they do. Uh, I have been following the league for a long, long time. And I I haven't been gambling nearly as long as I've been following it. I've been playing fantasy way longer than I've been actually a... uh, you know, not a serious gamble, but gambler, but a, uh, a dedicated gambler. And I I don't know how, without trying to figure it out the morning of the game, how you can possibly, possibly step up to the plate and swing the bat at early bets and, you know, wagers. Whether it be teases, parlay, straight up. I, I just don't. It's tough. Tough for me to try to step up on a Tuesday and Wednesday and look at the lines and try to find any kind of value because come Sunday morning, half the team could be out. It's very crazy, but here we are. We have to deal with what we got, and so let's just step up. I, you know, We'll do another abbreviated. I think I'll do it the same way. We'll look at the standings real quick. We'll take a look at the injury report. Then we'll rip through our picks, and I'll give you the bets. So we have changed the format quite a bit over the past two weeks, but this is obviously because we haven't been getting our weekly podcast off for the simple fact that how can you do it? You can't. It's it's a waste. You, know, you talk about the Ravens and – The Bengals, and you're talking about Huntley being in there, and then all of a sudden on Saturday, the day before the game, he's out and it's Josh Johnson, and what good was any of the conversation that you had earlier in the week? You know, especially when you're trying to talk about wagering and, and, you know, putting money and finding value and all the rest of it. It just doesn't make sense. So, we'll do it this way, and hopefully, you know, we got a couple of weeks left, maybe we'll stick for this format, at least in the short term, and then obviously playoffs get a lot easier, uh, because you can just do one game and, you know, you don't have to worry about the early, but we will see. We'll take Uh, day by day, right? So let's just hop into it right here. First down. first down. So as we look at the playoff situation, at least from a conference standpoint, we will take a look at the AFC East right now. You have the Chiefs at 10-4. and They have their game today versus the Steelers. You have the Titans at 10-5. and They had their win already in the books versus San Francisco. The Patriots are facing off against the Bills, and that could be pivotal in the AFC East playoff race. But right now they sit third in the the AFC at 9-5. And, and then you have the Bengals at 8-6. As I mentioned, they are facing off against a depleted Ravens team um, today. So, you have Chiefs, Titans, Patriots, Bengals, 1-4 through four in the AFC. The three wild card teams that we have right now. Colts, they get the win yesterday versus Arizona in the Christmas game. You have the Chargers, they're going to be facing off today against Houston. And you have the Bills, as I mentioned, they're taking on New England. So, the you <laughs> Colts now sit at 9 and 6. The Chargers are at 8 and 6 as are the Bills. So when you draw the little dotted line in the standings underneath the Bills, what you're looking for as in the hunt teams, you have the Ravens. Again, they're facing off against the Bengals at 8 and 6. Then you have the Steelers at 7 and 6. They're facing off against Kansas City. You could see those two teams fall. So what sits behind them? You have the Raiders at 7 and 7 facing off against Denver. Denver is going to be without their starting quarterback. Bridgewater, Bridgewater will be out, and so they will be facing off against Drew Locke. Dolphins are are facing a New Orleans team that has no quarterback. They lose everybody. Uh, similar to COVID, the whole nine injuries earlier in the year, so they are going to be going. I don't even know who the quarterback is for New, New Orleans this week, um, but it is not any of their previous ones. Uh, Taysen Hill out COVID-19, uh, as is Trevor Simeon, I believe. Injury or Or COVID-19, one of them, but they're all out. So, Dolphins are at 7-7. Broncos at 7-7, like I said. They are facing off against the Raiders. And after that, you have the Browns. They're 7-8. They had the loss. It's a big loss for them. They could have, you know, if they got wins the past two weeks, they could be sitting pretty right now in that AFC North as it is right now. Now they're on the outside looking in at 7-8. Over to the NFC where we are looking at the Packers sitting atop the NFC at 12-3. and They get the win yesterday versus those Browns we just talked about and a crazy game they could have lost, uh, but they did not. They pulled it out, so they will sit in the number one spot. The Cowboys now are sitting at 10-4, and and in the two slot, they are going to be facing off against Washington tonight. You have the Rams at 10-4. They are in the three slot, and that happens because the Cardinals end up losing in the... Christmas game versus the Colts mentioned earlier, and that pushes them to ten and five, and they'll be the number one wild card slot. So you have the Rams in the third slot, then you have the Bucks at the fourth, and they are ten and four. So what you have is Packers sitting atop by one game two games actually because these teams haven't played today but the Packers at 12-3 and then you have the Cowboys, Rams, Buccaneers in that order but at 10-4 so there could be a whole lot of sliding around. Cardinals are sitting in the first wild card at 10-5 they'll be pushing against the Rams for the rest of the year trying to win out that NFC West but for the meantime they have the number one wild card and then you have a whole mix mosh underneath for 2-3 and three, and the teams quote unquote in the hunt. So you have the 49ers sitting at 8 and 7 and the Vikings at 7 and 7. 49ers lost uh, on Tuesday on Thursday night versus the Titans, so their game is in the books. You have the Vikings facing off today. Uh, they are at 7-7, seven and seven, and so they are going to be taking on the Rams uh, at the, uh, 4 o'clock hour? No, that's a 1 o'clock game. We'll get to all the games later for our pick session, but the Vikings and Rams will be facing off against each other today. Obviously, the Rams trying to hold on to their number 3 slot as the owner of the NFC West, and the Vikings trying to stay in there as the last wild card. So Cardinals, 49ers, Vikings, obviously a lot of movement there between the Cardinals and the Rams fighting for the wild card slash Uh division slot, and then you have the 49ers. They don't have to worry about anything today. Vikings trying to stay in it, and then behind them, you have the Eagles. They're facing off against the Giants. You would imagine that's a win for the Eagles today, pushing them to 8-7. and seven. You have the Saints. They're facing off against the surging Dolphins, so the, the Saints at 7-7 seven seven are going to try to stay in it, and as we mentioned, they don't have their quarterback. Then you have the Washington football team. They're facing off against Dallas today, an NFC East battle, so things will be difficult for them as the Cowboys. Cowboys are a pretty well-put-together team. They've, they haven't they have been nearly as strong as they were earlier in the season, but they are trying to put things together here down the stretch so that they can lock up positioning, and now the Washington football team is going to have to battle to try to get into the wild-card uh you know, situation by facing that team and a division rivalry mess for the Washington Football Team. That's what I'm trying to say. And then I guess behind them, you want to give one more six and eight team because the Washington Football Team six and eight. Then the Falcons are also six and eight. They're facing against uh, facing off against the. Detroit Lions, who don't even have a quarterback. It's another quarterback disaster. I think they're going with Tim Boyle today for the Lions, which has a huge impact on uh, St. Brown, the wide receiver from the Lions, who has been a fantasy stud for the past couple of weeks and has been a huge addition to many lineups. And so now with the backup quarterback in there, you don't know what to make of Boyle. So uh, not of Boyle, but St. Brown. That's a fantasy talk for later. So anyway... That's the breakdown of the NFL standings by the conference. You want to go by the divisions. We'll do it here. Um, You know, AFC East, Patriots-Bills, big game today. Patriots at 9-5, Bills at 8-6. and six. That is going to be fun to watch because that's going to have a lot of impact on the playoffs as it has a big impact on the AFC East. As for the AFC West, the Chiefs are at 10-4. The Chargers are the only team close to them at 8-6. and six. There is a two-game gap right there. We'll see what happens there. If the Chiefs do happen to lose today versus Pittsburgh and then the Chargers win versus the Texans, you're going to see a one-game difference between the two. If the Chiefs win and the Chargers lose, then obviously there's going to be a huge gap between the two, and that would probably lock up the AFC West for the Chiefs if they haven't already got it by now. AFC North, it is anybody's ball game. The Bengals right now are taking on the Ravens. We've said that 8 million times already in about 10 minutes into the podcast. So, But that game is going to have huge implications because that would separate the two by a game head-to-head on top of it. Then you have the Steelers who are facing off against the Chiefs. You imagine they'll probably take the L on the road there. So the Bengals win. That's going to give them the one game on the Ravens. The Steelers lose, that's going to give them one game more in the loss column. And the Browns already lost at 7-8. and eight. So, big game today in Cincinnati and we'll have to tune in to see what happens. Should the Ravens pull some kind of horseshoe out of their ass, then who knows what happens here. Bengals end up losing and if the Steelers end up winning on the road. That could also throw things up. So, the AFC North is definitely probably the most entertaining division to watch right now because all four teams are in it. The AFC South sees the Titans having the lead over the Colts by a single game. Titans 10-5, the Colts 9-6. Both victorious in their Week 16 contest. Obviously, Titans taking on San Francisco on Thursday. Colts winning last night on Christmas versus the Arizona Cardinals, the depleted Arizona Cardinals. Things are going to be rough for them down the road. Uh, NFC uh, Conference. We will start in the the NFC Conference. Nobody ever calls it the NFC Conference. It's the National Football Conference or the NFC. You absolutely. Uh, let's see. NFC East. Cowboys 10-4. and 4. There's nothing really else. The Eagles are at 7-7, but they're fighting for a wild card, and that's about it. Um, the Rams are, like we talked about, Rams-Cardinals. Rams right now are 10-4. Cardinals at 10-5. We'll see if the Rams can pull it out today. They are facing off against the Vikings in Minnesota. Cardinals already lost. The NFC North. Packers, and that's about it. Packers 12-3. Vikings fighting for a wild card at 7-7. There's no real contest there for the, con- the division. And then the Buccaneers at 10-4. There is no. Nobody close to them. Saints three games out. I guess if the Bucks lose today and the Saints somehow win with their quarterback situation versus the Dolphins, uh, that would put them at twelve and four, and ten and five, and the Saints at. 8-7. Eight and seven. That's still two games. It's not really a contest. It's a Bucks in there at ten and four. Saints trying to fight in for the wild card. So there you go with the NFL playoff roundup. Let's head over to the injuries and try to see if we can get our uh, feet on solid ground here with what the hell's going on around us. Second down. Second down. <sighs> So, these are the most, uh, these are the newest blurps that I've seen. That that I've seen. These are the latest bloops that i seen. I ain't talking straight. What the fuck? Jesus Christ, Rich, put it together here. These are the latest news and notes on the injury front that uh, I have seen, uh, primarily through Fantasy Life uh, app, but anywhere I can get the information, I will try to spit it out, even if it's intri- intrigue podcast here as we're pushing the kickoff. Uh, of the 1 o'clock games here for Week 16. So KC, they get Chris Jones back from COVID. Kelsey is going to be out due to COVID. Uh, They also will be getting back Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill will be a go today. Pittsburgh, it looks like TJ Watt's going to play. The Jaguars, they just lost Miles Jack. Positive COVID test. He's going to be out versus the... Uh, Jets, if you're betting on that game, it's the only way you're going to have any interest in the Jets versus the Jags. Sorry. As for the Jets, they're going to be out. Sala. they're going to be out all the wide receivers. Um, let's see, L.A. Chargers, Mike Williams and Eckler, both out to COVID. Uh, Houston, Brandon Cooks is going to be out versus COVID. They're playing the Chargers, as I mentioned. Tampa Bay, Mike Evans is going to be out. He's not going to play in today's game. Minnesota, Thielen is going to be a go. So if you're looking at fantasy, Implications. Thielen is a big, uh, big plus there for those that had rode him. He, he had a couple of fantastic weeks throughout the year. Uh, elsewhere in that Minnesota game, um, they're playing the Rams. I'm trying to think if there was anything. I'll get to the bigger injury report later. These is just a late breaking news that I've seen. Uh, Washington, Gibson is going to be a game time decision. They think he's going to go. Samuel, not looking as good. New England, uh, Damian Harris is going to play today. Uh, Kendrick Bourne cleared COVID protocol. He'll be in. Uh, Diedrich Wise though, he, he it's going to the COVID list, so he's out. So Harris, yes. Bourne, yes. Wise, no. Stevenson, also a no. He's not going to be able to play COVID-19 for him. Carolina, DJ Moore expected to play. Sam Darnold going to play. They think that Sam Darnold's going to play a bunch today. DJ Moore banged up, so I don't know how much he's going to impact that game. Uh, Carolina playing the Buccaneers today. The Giants, they're facing Off against the Eagles. Their Kadarius Toney looks like he's going to have a chance to play. Who the hell cares? The Giants, worst team in football, even though the record doesn't say. Oh, by the way, I'm a Giant fan. Detroit Lions, Tim Boyle to start, like we mentioned before. So now let's get to the long form injuries. (laughs) and we'll start off Giants at Eagles Uh, basically Giants Jake Fromm he's going to be in there at quarterback because Mike Lennon is going to go to the bench and Daniel Jones out for the rest of the year we said Tony is going to be a go Eagles uh, they have everybody back including uh, left tackle Jordan Melita uh, and Miles Sanders they did not practice Friday but they are going to play today obviously COVID injuries are going to take anybody out there um, but otherwise relatively healthy for the Eagles the next game up is the Jags Jets. Like I mentioned, the Jets are without their wide receivers. Uh, most All of them are injured. Corey Davis out. Elijah Moore out. Uh, Robert Saleh COVID-19. He is going to be out. Uh, other COVID-19 uh, people that got hit, guards, uh, du- Duvar. I can't pronounce the guy's name. You Jet fans know him better than me. Laurent Duvarane Tardif. Again, I can't do names. And then Vera Tucker. I got that one. But those two are out due to COVID. Five defensive starters due to COVID as well. Uh, Jaguars, I, Josh Allen, COVID. Uh, Chenault, the wide receiver, COVID. And like I mentioned, Miles Jack, COVID. So the Falcons hosting the Lions. We talked about that. Tim Boyle is obviously the big uh, name of note. He's going to be getting the start under center for the, Fal- for the Falcons. For the Lions. As for the Falcons, um, not a whole lot. Again, this game is nothing really. No, I guess the Falcons are, are trying to trying to hold on uh, with all of their might to the wild card situation, but not looking good. As for the Lions, I mean, they're playing for pride and they're playing it with a third wide third quarterback under center. Ugh. Bills, Patriots, big game here. So Bills. No Cole Beasley, no Gabriel Davis because of COVID-19. Um, there are uh, three starting offensive linemen, also potentially not uh, playing today COVID-19. Emmanuel Sanders is coming back. As for the Patriots, uh, Stevenson out for COVID-19. Harris is going to be in, although he's got that banged up hamstring from a couple weeks ago. Who knows how much he's going to be able to go. Um, as for other injuries, uh, Nelson Aguilar, a concussion, he will not be playing. Uh, uh, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, going to be uh, both a go today, so maybe you could see some dual tight ends there. Uh, nothing else as of late, like I mentioned. So that's it for the Bills Patriots game. So the Buccaneers are going to be traveling to Carolina. They're going to be facing off against the Panthers. Buccaneers obviously are going to be out. Godwin Fournette. David and Evans. You talk about losing some of your top-tier talent. There you go, right there. Buccaneers still favored by 10 in this game. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, They're also likely going to be without Pierre-Paul. Go ahead. You know, go figure what the hell's going on here. As for the Panthers, DJ Moore, obviously questionable, but he's going to get a go in today's game. Sam Darnold's going to come back and he's going to be played quite a bit. So the Chargers and Texans are going to be facing off against uh, each other in Houston. David Johnson for the Texans, he is going to be out. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver for the Texans, is going to be out. Um, Johnson because of an injury. Cooks because of COVID 19. As for the Chargers, they are, like I, Um, Did I mention? Yes. Mike Williams, Eckler, both out due to COVID protocol. Um, The Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals, we talked about this one. The Ravens are a mess right now. They are going to have Josh Johnson as their quarterback. As for the Bengals, nothing really of note. So this is basically a healthy Bengals team versus a completely obliterated Ravens team uh, in Cincinnati today. The Rams are facing off against the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, the running back for Minnesota, COVID-19, he is out, no go. As for the Rams, we covered a bunch of their stuff. Uh, Not the the Rams, sorry. We covered the other Los Angeles team, the Chargers. As for the Rams, not a whole lot on their list. Uh, uh, Yeah, there's nothing. And there's no breaking news, so that's it for the Rams and Vikings. And this is not really the way that you should be doing these these injury reports, but you know what? Like I said, we are pushing game time here. We got to get through this stuff. And I just, it's. Just too crazy to try to plan this out. You're trying to do it last minute. Bad job by me, but I do want to push through and get all this injury news and notes out there uh, before it's all said and done. So we covered the Rams and Vikings. Next up is going to be the Bears and the Seahawks. Nick Foles is actually going to start for the Bears in this one. Fields may suit up as a backup. Tyler Lockett has been activated from COVID-19, so he'll be back for the Seahawks. Otherwise, there's not a lot of injury notes from this game. Steelers are going to be going into Kansas City, fighting for their playoff lives. Kansas City just wants to continue to keep that number one spot. Uh, Travis Kelsey is going to be out. No good for Travis Kelsey. He couldn't clear protocol. Tyreek Hill did, so he will be playing. So, Kelsey out, Hill... In Uh, The next game is going to be the Raiders versus the Broncos. Drew Locke starting for the Broncos in this one. Bridgewater has the concussion. He is out. As for the Raiders, Waller is going to be a no-go for them. That's probably the biggest news uh, in that game. Washington football team versus the Cowboys. This is the last game we got to talk about. And right now, I mean, the Washington football team, He's going to have a bunch of injuries in here. Uh, it really depends. Right now, so Landon Collins, he's out. He had a good game last week, and then he got injured, uh, I think, on his interception, but didn't play the entire second half, and he will be out. Uh, and then on top of that, you have Antonio Gibson, who looks to be a go, Curtis Samuel, who Doesn't look like he's going to be a go, but they might suit him up. The Cowboys on the flip side look to be pretty healthy. So you've got a banged-up football team versus the Cowboys. Well, it probably contributes to that 10-point spread. So there you go with all of the injuries. We talked about the playoffs. And so now we will get into our picks. Third down. Third down. (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into our picks for the week. Before we do that, we'll do a quick recap of our stats for the year in regard to our super picks where we pick five best games each week. My brother is still kicking my ass in here. He has got me 59% to 47%. He is 44-31 and on the year. I am 35-40. and So he is really doing well in that regard. As for the 272, this is the contest where we pick all of the games. Right now, I have got him uh, by a couple games. I am even on the year at 109 and 109. He is 107 and 111. Now, how do we match up against the Sharps, the tickets, and the money? Well, the Sharps right now are doing better than everybody uh, with their picks. They are 95 and 86, so they are at about 53% on the year. And then Chris and my brother are both better than the money and the tickets. The money right now is at 48%, and the tickets also at 48%. Only a couple of games separate those two. So right now, the Sharps is where it's at if you're going to pick every game on its own. And if you're picking the five best, Chris is really kicking my butt in. So that's where we stand right now. Overs, Unders, Favorites, Dogs. The Favorites still have the season lead by two games, so barely, but they've got the two-game lead there. And now the Unders are a big-time favorite in regard to the total for the year, 122 to 100 in favor of the Unders. It's been a year of Unders, and dogs. Uh, the favorites have had a couple of weeks here that they've closed the gap and taken the lead. But, uh, you know, if you're looking at the dogs and you're looking at the dog wins, uh, they've really had a huge year so far. So, unders and dogs, although that has now shifted to the favorites by a couple of games, uh, thanks large in part to the recent past, past three weeks or so. It's seen a lot of favorite action. So, that's where we stand. Let's go over to the games. Uh, we already had three games in the books, so we will start all in Atlanta. Falcons taking on the Lions. Falcons favored by 6.5 here. The Sharps are in on the Falcons. The tickets and the money both in on the Lions. Tickets have been coming down uh, for the Lions. They've been heading over toward Atlanta. Meanwhile, the money has been piling in uh, on the Lions. So you got the uh, pros versus Joes in terms of flow, action flow, if you will. But right now, they're both in on the Lions. I ended up picking the Falcons. My brother also picked the Falcons in this one. Over to Carolina, where you see a NFC South battle. Tampa Bay taking on the Panthers. Buccaneers favored by 10.5 in this one. Even with all of the injuries that we had mentioned just previously, they still are 10.5-point favorites against the Panthers. Right now, the Sharps are in on the Panthers. The tickets are in on the Bucs, although that number has been coming down. And then the money is on the Panthers, and that number is going up. So you do see the flows heading toward Carolina, although the tickets still are majority on Tampa Bay. I ended up picking the Panthers for this one, as did my brother with all those injuries. Ten and a half is a lot of points. Look, the King Carolina has really imploded this season. Uh, based large in part due to the quarterback because their quarterback issues have just been too much to overcome. Uh, I don't know what that bodes for Matt Rule's future, but unless he can figure out what he wants to do there, he is going to continue to battle mediocrity there in Carolina. So we are both in on Carolina, even though I just shit all over their head coach and their quarterback situation. (laughs) So let's head over to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Jets taking on the Jaguars. Like we said, there was some. There's been COVID notes in this one, uh, and recently too, because Miles Jack, the linebacker for the Jaguars, out as of this morning. So the Jets right now favored by two points here, and the sharps are on the Jaguars. The tickets and the money are on the Jets, and you've had. Pros versus Joe's action in that regard with the flows. The tickets have been going more toward the Jaguars, and the money has been coming in on the Jets, although the majority still lie in favor of New York for there. I picked the Jets in this one. Uh, They are now two-point favorites. That line has moved up from a half a point. Didn't scare me. I am still going to take the Jets and the two points. My brother took the Jaguars, uh, being the road dog here. So we will travel to Philadelphia just a short distance away to see the Eagles take on the other New York team, that being the Giants. Right now, the Eagles are up to a 10.5 point favorite in this game. The Eagles are are going to see the tickets and the money come in on them. A lot of the money on the Eagles in this one. 96%, and that's a number that has come up. Uh, The tickets are in favor of the Eagles by 60%, and that's a number that also has come up. So the Giants were getting love early, getting nothing now. Sharps have not taken a lean in this game. I am going to end up taking Philadelphia in this game, and I'm going to lock it in. That's one of my best bets of the week. I really hate the Giants in all regards right now, and I guess word just came out that they are going to bring Judge back next year, along with Daniel Jones, which, I I don't know, I guess you could make an argument that's the only way it could go. My argument would be the only way to do is blow them all out, but uh, that's just a bent Giants fan in this game. I just don't think they're any good, and I can't see them staying with the Eagles. Now, the Eagles have been up and down as of recent, but I think that they should be able to open it up and take on the Giants here and cover that 10.5 points. My brother also in on the Eagles, but it is not one of his locks. Chargers traveling to Houston to take on the Texans. This game is 11.5 points in favor of Los Angeles. The Chargers also have the tickets on their side at 69%. (laughs) Although that number has come down from earlier in the week. The Texans are going to see the Sharps on them, and they're going to see the money in on them, and that money has been coming in on uh, Houston, So that number has dialed up. My brother and I are going to be opposite ends of this one. I am going to take the Chargers. He is going to end up taking Houston. The Patriots-Bills, best game of the week probably because these teams, I mean, even though they're banged up, they're relatively healthy, and this game is, you know, kind of one of those all-for-the-marbles in regard, at least currently, for the N- the AFC East. So the Patriots are now currently a one-point favorite over the Bills. They were two-and-a-half points favorite, favorite Earlier in the week, that has moved down to just a single point. So, this really is a pick 'em game. The Sharps tickets money all in on Buffalo here. The tickets are in 54%. Money is 66%. They have both seen an uptick uptick as the week has gone on. And so the Patriots, they are the home team. They are favored. But in all other regards, nobody is looking at New England in this game. They're all looking at Buffalo. I am going to end up taking the New England Patriots. And I am going to make it one of my best bets. And my brother is going to look at the Bills. And make that one of his best bets. So we are really on opposite sides on this one. So we head out to Minnesota for the next game, which is going to feature the Vikings and the Rams. The Rams, the road favorite here at three points. They have the tickets on their side at 60%. That number's coming down. The Sharps and the money have the Vikings right now. And they also see the money going up in terms of the money pool percentage. They're all the way up to 82% on Minnesota. So the Rams have the majority of tickets, but even that is flowing Minnesota's way. So Minnesota getting a ton of love here on Sunday. The Rams, for my brother and I, are both going to be... Our picks of the week. So, we are getting our picks in here in short uh, manner. Uh, Like I said, I took the Eagles, the Pats, and now I'm taking the Rams. My brother took the Bills, and now he's taking the the Rams on this one, too. So, I've got three down. My brother has two. It's both are one of our best bets, the Rams here versus Minnesota. Final 1 o'clock game is going to see the Bengals-Ravens. This game is a mess. Like we said, it's COVID all over the damn place. Uh, Ravens have Josh Johnson under center. Uh, The tickets, money, and the Sharps all in on the Bengals. All those numbers both going up. Uh, well, I mean, all going up. Yeah, right, there because the Sharps just pick a side. They don't have a percentage. So, yes, both are going up in regard to the tickets and the money. 68% of tickets, 87% of the money pool. Chris and I both locking in the Bengals in this one, even though the spread is now currently 7 points. Uh, it was 3, now it's at 7. I, who knows? I, you just don't know what the what's going to happen with this game as it goes on because the Ravens just, I mean, I think I read somewhere CBS Sports. They called them a mash unit. Couldn't be more appropriate. Let's head over to the one o'clock sorry, four o'clock games. Trying to rush through here and uh, on top of just fumbling with my words anyway, uh, rushing does not help out at all. Seahawks versus the Bears. You got the Seahawks favored by six and a half points. The Sharps tickets, money, all on the Seahawks. Both of those numbers also going up in terms of percentage. Right now, 95% of the money is on the Seahawks. A ton, ton of action on Seattle. Uh, I am going to end up taking the Bears. My brother is going to take Seattle. So on opposite ends of the game on this one, uh, we will head... Nope, none of those are locks. Stop locking things in that are not locked. The next game is going to see a lock, and we'll get to that in a hot second. But we are seeing the Las Vegas Raiders as now a home dog. They used to be favored by half a point. Now they're underdogs by half a point versus their nemesis, I mean one of their nemesis, uh, the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos now going to be a road favorite here by half a point. The Sharps in on the Raiders, the tickets in on the Raiders, the money in on the Broncos. The numbers have gone, actually it's funny, so the money is in on the Broncos, but that number is going down. So the flow is going over toward the Raiders, and then the tickets are in on the Raiders, and that is going over toward the Broncos. So pros versus Joe's action. Pros liking the Raiders, Joe's liking the Broncos in terms of the flow. I am going to end up taking the Raiders, and that was where I wanted to drop the lock, as I am going to make that one of my best bets. And then my brother is also taking the Raiders, but it is not going to be one of his picks. Chiefs facing off against the Steelers. Kansas City, currently a 10.5-point favorite. They were 7.5 earlier in the week, dialed up to 10.5. Right now, the Sharps and the money on the Chiefs. The tickets on the Steelers, although barely. And you've seen flows in terms of tickets and the money both over toward the Steelers as the week's gone on. So 10.5 points, a little bit much for everybody. Not for me. I am going to pay tick take the Chiefs in this one. My brother is obviously not. He's taking the Steelers and he is going to make that one of his best bets. So, the Sunday night game is going to see feature the Cowboys versus the Redskins. The Cowboys are now currently a 9.5 point favorite, down a point from earlier. Uh, the Cowboys trifecta pick. They have the Sharps, the tickets, and the money all in on them. They are seeing pros versus Joes as the tickets start coming in on the Cowboys and the money starts flowing over toward the Redskins. But currently, all the majorities are on Dallas in this one. I am going to end up taking Dallas as well. My brother is also going to be a Cowboy fan in this one. No love going toward the Redskins. Redskins battling all kinds of things. Although they are going to get their quarterbacks back for this one. So they will have both Tyler Heineke, who is going to start, and Kyle Allen, who will play backup. No, no locks. Although we're getting to a lock. We will be getting to a lock in New Orleans as the Saints are facing off against the Dolphins. And right now, the Dolphins have become a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. The Saints were two-and-a-half-point favorites. It's been a four-point swing, completely uh, invert inverted itself. And so now you have the Dolphins as the road favorite. They are also going to be a trifecta pick as you have the sharps, tickets, and money all in on the Dolphins. And those numbers have gone up, too, as the week has gone on. So the Saints are just battling it here. It doesn't matter. Like I had mentioned... My brother is going to be locking in the Saints. I am taking the Dolphins, although I am out of my top five picks. So, my brother has the Saints in this one, locking it in as the underdog by two points. So, whoo! What are you going to say about that? That was a fast way to do all of our picks. And I don't think I gave one over under in that one. Uh, And my apologies for that, but I did get through everything. And we're going to get this off before kickoff and uploaded. So... That leaves us with one thing and one thing only, and that is our gambling picks. Fourth down. And so we will begin the, this disaster of podcast. But I will blame it on holidays and everything else. I mean, excuses—they're like assholes. Everybody has one, and they all stink. And as do mine. But it's just—it's uh, just been crazy here with the holidays, and uh, more so with the inability of, to kind of get my schedule correct with my brother. It's always better to do these things together. But really, I—you know—the the real cause or the real blame in this is just the NFL right now and the COVID situation. And I think I'm going to do a quick COVID podcast at some point this week just to talk about it because I, I you know it it really does stink and it is reflective of the larger environment that is surrounding us all and it just makes it very difficult to do anything because you try to put push all the analysis off until the last minute and then you're just you know, run up against it. You run out of time trying to wait for all of these tests. And they're doing tests the day of, so people are going out left and right. So... It's just really batty, and so uh, it's impacted at least this podcast performance. And uh, my apologies uh, for any of the avid listeners for not putting out as good a quality product as had recently. You know, again, I I make excuses up. Uh, I, you know, I just I haven't figured out a way to do it where it makes sense to do the podcast any time other than the day of the games, and in that case you're just running up against time constraints and obviously with the holidays other kinds of constraints as well so here we go so we will start off with the super picks i have given both of these but i'll just run through them again i went with philadelphia 10 and a half, new england one rams three cincinnati seven and raiders getting a half a point so four favorites and an underdog for me as for my brother he went with Pittsburgh getting 10.5, uh, the Buffalo getting one, Rams giving three, Cincinnati uh, giving seven, and New Orleans Saints getting two and a half. So he went with one, two, he went with three dogs and two favorites in this one. So those were our super contest picks. As for our over-unders. Chris took the Rams-Vikings under of 48.5 points. He also took the Pittsburgh-Kansas City over of 45.5 points. As for me, I ended up taking the Washington football team-Dallas under of 47. And then I took New England-Buffalo under 43.5. Not a lot of points in New England-Buffalo. I just think that this game is going to be a real grind them out game. And and 43.5 is not a lot. I still think they're going to struggle to get there. So I'm going to be on the under in that one. Uh, survivor knockout pulls. My brother took the Rams to survive, and then he took the Ravens to get knocked out. I took the Jets to survive, and I took Buffalo to get knocked out. So that's where we are there. I don't even, I, you know, my survivor knockout pits have been so all over the place, and I used to keep track of them best I could. And then when I went down to Florida, I kind of lost it. So I think I've had some overlap, but it doesn't matter. I have not been good with this all week long, all year long. Uh, obviously, my, uh, my brother has been infinitely better keeping up with this. And so that brings us to our actual wagers. So here's what we did. I will start with mine. Mine are infinitely easier to do. I'm still sitting... With my second thousand uh, dollar bankroll, I obviously lost the first, and then I was down to about five hundred in this one, and I've ticked up a little bit in the recent weeks. I am going to put two hundred on the line this week. I am doing one parlay, one teaser. That's it. This has been the route that I've kind of you know chipped away a little bit in the recent past. I am going to take New England and Cincinnati. New England minus the one, Cincinnati minus the seven. I'm going to put a hundred down dollars down on that. I like New England. I like them to win. They only need to point. Cincinnati, I just don't think that Baltimore... Eventually, you know, Baltimore can stay in it uh, all they want, but eventually the team's just going to break, and I, I can't see that not happening in this game. I could be wrong, who knows, but I think Cincinnati should be able to cover that seven, so I put those two together in a parlay. As for my teasers, I have one of them. I took Seattle. I brought their line down to a half a point. They're home, and they're facing the Bears. I took Philadelphia I brought their line down to four and a half. No you don't get through the three. I just want less a number for them to beat the Giants by. And I did that same thought process with Kansas City taking their line and moving it to four and a half. So I've got Seattle by half a point, Philadelphia by four and a half, Kansas City by four and a half and I put $100 down on that. That brings it over to my brother. He's got about 2600 in his bank. Oh, closer to 2700 for his uh, year so he has—he's uh, still sitting about the triple bankroll. Uh, point that he's been at for a long time. Uh, still impressive to get up that far. So, now he's gotten two parlays, and we'll, well, no, he's got one straight bet. That's going to be Buffalo Moneyline, 100 bucks. So he thinks that Buffalo's going to win. They're currently the dog. So he's just going to take them dog to win, which has been the trend all year. Then his actual parlay is going to see two money lines. They're both, uh, well, one's an underdog, one's a favorite. He's going to do Seattle Moneyline, New Orleans money line. So a favorite and an underdog there. Then he is going to take two spreads. He's going to take Pittsburgh plus the 10 and Dallas minus the 10. So his one parlay for the week. Seattle money line. New Orleans money line. Pittsburgh plus 10. Dallas minus 10. He's going to put $50 down on that. And then to his teasers... He's got one of those to go, and he is going to do Philadelphia, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta. So, Philadelphia, he also brought down to the minus four. Buffalo, he jacked up to plus seven and a half. He likes Buffalo to win, so obviously now he's jacking that point total up. Tampa Bay, he's bringing down to three and a half. That's kind of similar to my Kansas City thought process. You got a favorite that you like. You're bringing the points down because they're kind of heavy and and. and, big in terms of, uh, you know, the spread there. And I just ran out of things to say about a big spread. So, yeah, he likes a big spread. He liked the team anyway. He brought it down. So, Atlanta and then Atlanta, he's bringing that down to a half a point. He thinks that they're going to win versus the Lions, and then you just get it as a half a point. Uh, And he threw one more on top of that. Cincinnati, he's bringing that point spread down. So, again, his teaser for the week. Philadelphia. Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Cincinnati. Um, it's going to be, th- you know, three favorites and a dog in that one. Uh, or, f- no, I'm sorry, I'm screwing up here. One, two, three, four favorites and a dog in that one. Um, so, a uh, hundred bucks is what he's going to put there. And so, I'm exhausted. I got to wrap this up because I it is <laughs> not not been a good podcasting fucking asshole. It has just basically been a I can't even hit the buttons randomly. Right. To get a car crash, I can't even do a car crash. So anyway, uh, th- to all of you, I wish you the best. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving, or happy Thanksgiving, a happy Thanksgiving, and a merry Christmas. And even if you were bad, I hope you didn't get coal on your stocking. I hope you ended up getting uh, whatever you wanted. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm putting. Yeah, I, that's the end of it. I, I can't. I can't even think. You know, just it's all. It's all terrible terrible ending for the broken helmet on week 60 all the best to you guys i'll talk to you later peace